You're listening to Rhema for Today. Again, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Out of the innermost being. What is the innermost being? The very heart, the very center of man's being, which would be his spirit, shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. The spirit of man is the part of man that's born again and receives eternal life and becomes a new creature or a new creation. The soul is not the innermost part of man. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, The Spirit-Filled Life, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. And in Hebrews 4.12, he says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Amen. So you see, if you could divide them, then they can't be the same. It's easy enough to discern and to see and know what the body is. All you got to do is just pinch yourself. (laughs) Amen. And you know right away. And then it's easy enough for us to understand the spirit. Now, for instance, notice what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 14. People who speak with tongues should more be conscious of the Spirit than others even. Paul said, for if I pray, 1 Corinthians 14, 14, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, now notice, my Spirit, my Spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Someone said, well, I thought it was the Holy Ghost. No, no, it's the Holy Ghost giving you utterance, but it's your spirit that's praying. Amen? Well, where does the tongues come from? Down in here on the inside of you. Amen? You know, the scripture said, Jesus, you know, in John 7, 37 through 9, last day of the feast, he cried and said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that breatheth on me, as the scripture said, King James says, out of his belly, out of his belly, another translation said, his innermost being, that would be his spirit, shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit, the Holy Ghost, which they that believe should receive, for as yet he is not getting given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Amen. Praise God, little children. Seeking, you know, praying. Oh, several of them got filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking other tongues. This little six-year-old girl came up to her mother holding her butt, said, Mama, that come right out of my belly. She didn't know how scriptural she was. That's what it said, out of your belly. Amen. That's your spirit. Hallelujah. Where does tongue come from? from? Inside of you. From down in here. Get your tongue unhooked from your head and hook it up to your spirit. Glory to God. 
My spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Your understanding is, is part of the soul. It's, it was unfruitful. It didn't know what it said. But thank God, my spirit. Everybody say my spirit. My spirit prayeth. Again, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Out of the innermost being. What is the innermost being? The very heart, the very center of man's being, which would be his spirit, shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. The spirit of man is the part of man that's born again and receives eternal life and becomes a new creature or a new creation. The soul is not the innermost part of man. It's not, it's not the soul that's born again. Again, we mix up things. We, for instance, somebody comes to the altar and got saved. And uh, maybe two or three would say, well, there's three souls that were saved. No, they weren't. They were three people that were born again. Amen. I said, amen. The soul is not born again. The saving of the soul is a process. Notice James, the first chapter and the 21st verse. James chapter 1, verse 21. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. He isn't writing to sinners. James wrote this letter to the church. Notice what he said. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Church. And he said to the church, receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now they were born again. They were spirit filled. They were speaking with other tongues. But you see, their souls not saved yet. Now notice what the Bible said in Romans the 12th chapter and the second verse. Paul writing to the saints at Rome. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. Remember the 23rd Psalm said, He restores my soul. Jesus said in John 3, 6, That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And so it's our spirit that's born again. We contact the spiritual world with our spirit. We contact the mental world with our soul. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things, how many? Old things have passed away. All, how many? All things have become new. That's in the inward man, on the inside. So that does away with the theory that a Christian could be devil-possessed. Now, he could be demon-oppressed, devil come from the outside oppressing, but he couldn't have a demon in his spirit. Amen. Because his spirit's born again in a new creature, and the Holy Spirit is residing in your spirit. You mean the devil in there with him? 
<laughs> no, no, no. No, you see, we have too much theoretical preaching. Not enough factual preaching. What the Bible actually said. You know what a theory is, don't you? You won't find this definition in the dictionary, but it's a good one. A theory is a supposition established upon ignorance of the subject under discussion. <laughs> Amen. Now he's saying the inward man, not the outward man, has become a new man. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You see, you have the same body that you had before, but the man on the inside has become a new man in Christ. Now, another translation reads, therefore, if any man be in Christ, there is a new self. Now, we sometimes hear people talk about dying out to the flesh, dying out to self. No, you should die out to the flesh, not self. Flesh is not you really you. It's a body you're living in. We don't die out to self because we have become a new self, a new creature. Amen, a new person on the inside. No, we crucify the flesh. That isn't something God does for you. That's something you do for yourself. Now there again in Romans, the 12th chapter, the first verse, I quoted the second verse a while ago. He said, Wherefore I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. And it is only the renewed mind that knows that. Now, notice that Paul addresses this letter in Romans 1, 7, to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. They're born again, spirit-filled, speaking with other tongues, and yet these two experiences of being born again and filled with the spirit has not affected their bodies or their minds yet. They need to do something about it. They need to do something with their body. They need to do something with their mind. God wants transfigured bodies and transformed minds. Amen? And you do it. First, I beseech you, brethren, that ye, you, you present your body to God, a living sacrifice. You be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Greatest need of the New Testament church today is to get renewed minds. You get your mind renewed with the word of God, you'll know what belongs to you. Amen. So when we were born again, we became a new man. We became a new creature. And the nature and life of God is in us, in our spirits. Amen. And so this inward man, this spirit man, is to be the dominant one, not the outward man. We're to listen to him, to our spirits. 
because it's through this man, through our spirits, that God will guide us. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Amen. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Get to Know the Holy Spirit Package. This package consists of four CDs by Ken Hagen entitled The Person of the Holy Spirit. The next resource is the package of Reverend Kenneth E. Hagen's study guide entitled The Holy Spirit and His Gifts Study Course. Last but not least, Kenneth E. Hagen's CD, The Glory of God. These great resources are at the special price of $34.95. That's $16 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And Rama College Weekend's coming up October the 20th through the 22nd here, right, right here on the Rama campus. Right. You know, if you need to find out the plans that God has for you or just, you know, or learn more about the Bible, come and check out Rama Bible Yeah, College. because one course of study, that's just strictly Bible. You that's t- right. You can take two years of Bible, just strictly Bible yes. uh, courses. And then if you want to get involved in some of the other things, uh, they're all here. So come check us out. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.